Woody Allen is famously fearful of death. Uh, of course, he maintains he's not afraid, he just doesn't want to be there when it happens. Uh, he was once asked, Woody, are you pleased to know that you will live on in the hearts and minds of those you've touched through your art, through your work? And Woody said, I don't want to live on in hearts and minds. I want to live on in my apartment. Uh, that's exactly what we all want, actually. Resurrection. We don't just want to live on in some ephemeral spiritual realm. We want to live on in our apartments. We want resurrection. And it's exactly what Jesus offers. Yet it's the last thing that we expect. Actually, it sounds like madness to even contemplate living on in my apartment. You know, sure, living on in people's memories, that's reasonable. And, and living on in some non-physical spiritual dimension, that sounds plausible at a stretch. But living on in immortal bodily earthly life, that's the stuff of fairy tales, surely. Everything in our natural experience works against resurrection hope. Our ordinary lives teach us to believe Monty Python's line, life is quite absurd and death's the final word. Life leads to death, right? That's the trajectory of this world. It's, it's as old as Adam. It's life, then death. But Jesus came to reverse the way of Adam. He came to turn the world right side up. And therefore, it strikes the children of Adam as utterly new and strange to move from death to life. But that's exactly what Jesus does. On that first Easter Sunday, the women came to the tomb expecting to pay their last respects to a departed friend. They came to mark an ending. Instead, they were witnesses to the one great beginning. Here is Matthew 28 from verse 1. After the Sabbath, at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like a dead man, like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Now imagine an alternative Easter story. Imagine that the women came to the tomb and they found the body of Jesus. But they were startled by an angel who proclaimed, Don't worry everyone, this is just the body of Jesus. The spirit of Jesus lives on and so will you when you die. Don't be afraid, one day your spirits will meet up with Jesus' spirit and, and you'll float around in blissful eternity. What kind of gospel would that be? The Apostle Paul answered in this way in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 14, If Christ has not been raised from the dead, our preaching is useless and so is your faith. More than that, we are then found to be false witnesses about God, for we have testified about God that He raised Christ from the dead. But He did not raise Him if in fact the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Then those who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are to be pitied more than all people. Some sort of life beyond death is not good news. The gospel of God is that Christ has entered his own world to remake it from the inside. 
He has come as our true head to take down the old world, to put it to death, the death that it deserves. The old order is a matter of life leading to death, life leading to death. And that's where Jesus takes it. But then he rises up again to reverse the way of all flesh. That's why it's so critical that he rises with the same body. It's so critical that the angels say, look, he is not here. Jesus rose again in that body that went down into the tomb. You see, he is not abandoning his old body and doing something new. Neither is he abandoning creation 1.0 and starting this 2.0 somewhere else. No, he is recapitulating his handiwork. He's going over the ground and redeeming it all. He is risen in the same body because he wills to fix this world. And just as the old body is restored and glorified, so will the whole universe be restored and glorified. On that first day of the week, a new beginning was birthed. Jesus had put to death the old on the sixth day. He rested on the Sabbath and he brought light and immortality to life on the first day of the week. Jesus renews all things by rising up as the true and better Adam, the eternal King. And as surely as the King was raised, so his kingdom will also be raised to physical, bodily, immortal, feasting joy. Therefore, in the words of the Easter angel, do not be afraid. Mm -hmm.